Talking Records Podcast. Talking Records Podcast. Talking Records Podcast. We talk about our favorite records. Talking Records Podcast. We're so glad you tuned in. Thank you all for listening. You showed up to the right place. Jed and his friends dive deep and analyze the records we have grown to love. We'll tell you how we found the band. Then give you a track by track. Breakdown of all the songs. So grab your favorite beverage and pull up a seat. Today we'll look at another record in its entirety. What's going on, everyone? Welcome to Talking Records. My name is Jed, and I'm excited to present this bonus episode. Today, some friends and I will be talking about some of our favorite cover songs. So what is a cover song? A cover is a new performance or recording by someone other than the original artist or composer of a previously recorded song. Nowadays, bands cover songs to pay homage to artists they've been influenced by, or because they just like the song. But also, sometimes, just to be silly. But it wasn't always this way. Before the 1950s, songs were published and several recordings of a song might be done by singers of the day each giving it their individual treatment. In many cases, when a song became a hit, others seeking to capitalize on the popularity of the song would record their own version. They would then take their record and place it on top of the original hit in the record store bin, literally covering the original song and hiding it from prospective music buyers, hence the name Cover. One cannot create an episode devoted to covers and not include America's greatest cover band, so I'd like to start things off with me first in the Gimme Gimmies. The band made their debut in 1997, when a bunch of friends from various punk bands like No Effects, No Use for a Name, Lagwagon, and The Swinging Utters got together to make music for their friends. Releasing four 7-inch records on four different labels, it all started with the Denver 7-inch on Fat Wreck. It had country roads on one side and leaving on a jet plane on the other. I quickly grabbed the Barry 7-inch on side one dummy, and have been a huge fan of the band ever since. They've released themed full-length albums where they pick an era or music style. It was way too hard for me to pick a favorite, so I have Tony here to do it for me. What do you think, Tony? They do one of Desperado. Desperado, why don't you come to Obviously, the Eagles wrote it. It's just a great song in general, but they do it justice. You know, there's just some great solos in there. So anytime I'm feeling, you know, I need a little pick-me-up, that song goes on and, and life is good. You know, you set me up for like two nice. of them. So I have one more. <laughs> um, and it's a little bit of an odd one, but I do love it. And I play it from time to time. The Mighty Mighty Boss Tones, who haven't done a lot of covers, mm. But um, they do a cover of Ain't Talking About Love.
it's just like this really cool punk rock song for a while. And then like halfway through, they kind of go ska on it. And, um, you know, so here, Mighty Mighty Boss Tones do Van Halen. Ain't talking about love. Check it out. It's very good. Anyone who knows me knows I have a huge soft spot for 80s music. There's just something about the upbeat, playful sound of synthesizers and a whole lot of echo that just makes me smile. While 80s music feels more like a guilty pleasure of mine, I absolutely don't feel guilty about it. So, when you take 80s music covered by a ska band, then you've really got me. It seems like ska bands were always the best to do 80s covers because the horn players could tackle the horn or synth lines, and since the path from new wave to ska is a short one, it just works. In my opinion, the king of all ska 80s covers is Real Big Fish's version of Take On Me. song was featured in the Basketball soundtrack. This set the band down a path of taking on lots of great covers over the years. They even did a covers album. But this one reigns supreme. It's bright and fun. And while Save Ferris might have scored a huge hit with Come On Eileen, this one wins for me every time. All right, Matt, so I want to know, like, what is your favorite cover song? Well, the song cover song that's probably hit me the hardest was uh, Counting Crows. Covering Talking Heads, uh, this might be the place. I love the Talking Heads. I haven't heard that cover. Yeah, it's so- it, it, it's it's pretty lo-fi sounding like it's definitely live. Mm-hmm. Um, it's something that I got like years ago on a bootleg oh, nice. count, counting crows. So like, it's like from a live show. Yeah. Oh, cool. uh, like I just bought like some live recordings before, like back when you used to do things like that. <laughs> and, um, and that there was like, there was a bunch of covers on there and there was that one and it, it floored me. Cool. What do you, so what do you like about it? Just like, you feel like just played in it really well. Well, like, I was only so familiar with the original, um, like the original version of This Must Be The Place. Um, I can't say I was a big fan of it or anything like that. Like, mm. I just, like, I I, I am now, but, yeah. like, at the time, <laughs> like, it was just, like, I, I kind of knew what the song was. And the the song is, like, very un- unlike the, the record version of it. Mm-hmm. They kind of, and I mean, I'm not saying, like, they butcher it or anything but i could see how some people would say that mm. they just kind of do their own thing with it a bit which i think is cool like i like when a band puts their own spin on a song yeah, yeah. definitely and it was just the way it was just the, the mood that man's vocal is 
like magic to me mm-hmm. like almost always like it's just something about it like i will not call him like the best singer or anything like that like but like there's just something about it that's just this magical and and the way that he takes me on that journey when i listen to that song mm-hmm. that that's it for me man it's cool So, Jay, I'm putting together a bonus episode on cover songs, and I want to know, what is your favorite cover song, or, or more than one? What, what do you got? Dude, it's such a double-edged sword. Uh, <laughs> I have people say they like pick their favorite kid. Uh, I love mm. pop-punk covers. Yeah. Because I feel like most songs benefit from the like the slow uptick in speed or like just life breathe into a song. Uh, weirdly enough, for the two episodes I've done with you, uh, I really love Midtown's cover of Suzanne. Suzanne! They do a Weezer cover, and it is probably my favorite Weezer song. And it is the Midtown version is quintessentially Midtown. They trade vocal parts; not one person sings. It is they just they make it theirs. And not enough bands approach covers like that. I don't feel like, and especially for me, like you take two bands that are so important to me in life, and it's like, oh, it's a match made in heaven. I mean, mm. it doesn't get much better than that. But they they pick up the pace. They they layer in a lot of extra vocal parts. They, they almost approach it. It's a different song. It's while still being immediately recognizable as the one that you're used to. I love when a band will play a cover song and make it their own. Like, don't just play it the way the yeah. original band played it. Make anybody can put do your that. own spin on it. Yeah, and I feel like that's what makes them special. Like, it stand they stand apart from other bands, but at the same time, vice versa. Another one of my favorite covers, uh, "Rise Against," does uh, "Any Way You Want It" from Journey. Any way you want it, that's the way you need it. Any way you want it. Oh, nice. And it's straight up. Like, it is, except they added distorted guitar, and he just straight up, they play exactly the way Journey plays it, except because of their aggressive sound, it gives it this edge that it didn't have originally. But you can't help yourself. I'm sorry. You can't help yourself. You hear it, and you got to bob your head. You're singing along. No matter how many times you've heard that song, it just, it's like a new way to listen to a classic. Brings new energy to the song. For sure. So, Craig, I'm wondering, what is your favorite cover song hmm. from songs? I, I got a couple, but uh, it's very difficult because I guess I could go back it's and say hard. anything Jeez. from like me first and the gimme gimmies and just right. start rattling easy. off. It's, it's way too easy. But um, I'm going to go back to a couple that are recently on my playlist. I got, yeah. a, I got a big playlist. I'm a big Spotify user, so mm-hmm. I like putting stuff on there and keeping it fresh. So um, this song, I heard it. I, I didn't know about it when it came out, but I knew the original song. Being a parent, we listened to or we watched The Greatest Showman, the movie with uh, oh. Hugh Jackman yeah, and Zac Efron. It's a good movie. So we watched that a lot. So Newfound Glory did a cover of This Is Me. When the blurs, when cut me down, I'm gonna stand in front of And it's, I think it's just phenomenal the way that they they pay tribute to the way the song was originally done, but then they also give it their own flavor. It just, it's so cool. I love that song to begin with, and then when I heard Newfound Glory do it, I like it a lot. Newfound Glory, like, absolutely 
crushes the vibe of that song. They're a good cover band. Yeah. They, they do it, good Newfound Glory yeah. does a lot of great covers, I think. Yeah. yeah. And they, I think they pride themselves in it. It's one of those things that they, they make them theirs. They do them a little bit different. But at the same time, you're immediately... You know the song. You have to sing along. And it's like you start to see these things where you're like, you hear these songs poppy one way like for a movie soundtrack and then all of a sudden you hear them completely like it could have been mm. just a regular pop in a style song. of music that you like yeah like a song in a style i already of music liked it yes. i like. already liked it and now you took it and put it into the style that i'm <laughs> it's about just like, give me more of this yeah oh my god oh the well-written song yeah so you have a well-written song and you may not like the way it's presented when it's some you know teeny bopper singer right. there are some songs out there that are you know when they're presented you're like Neh. but when like a band you like actually takes it on and does it you're like oh this is actually a pretty yeah. good song but i couldn't hear it because I couldn't get past the fact that it was the popcorn, like it's the it's the candy, like the yeah. sweet cotton candy popcorn that pops presented with, and you wash that away and give it a little bit of edge, and all of a sudden they become these completely different animals that you didn't expect them to sound like. There's a song actually that I can't stand. I, I do not, I do not enjoy the music of Paul Simon. I, I can't say I'm I don't agree with that. Yep. I don't like Paul Simon, and I don't like you can call me Al. But <laughs> when Inspection Twelve did an oh, acoustic did they cover yeah. of "You Can Call Me Al," and if you be my bodyguard, I can be a long lost pal. I can call you Betty, Betty. When you call me, you can call me Al. A man walks down the. I love that cover, and I appreciate that song when I listen to them do it, which is so funny because I can't stand it when I hear the Paul Simon version. I'm annoyed by it. And then when I hear this like acoustic version with his, like I think the, the singer of Inspection 12 has a great voice, I love it. So it's so funny that like, yeah. I can't You take a song it. you don't like, love and it. then you hear it by somebody you do like, right. and they make it their own. It's funny. I think those Pop Goes Punk records, a lot of those were... Yes responsible for that where you get like uh august burns red does britney spears is one more time and it is almost unrecognizable to the original version but mm. at the same time it it's incredible Like, it, it just, it's a completely reimagined version of that song. I think, yeah, a lot of people, I discovered songs. There's songs I know that are pop songs that I have never heard the original version. Mm. And I know the song word for word because of some of these covers of bands yeah. that I just love. Sure, yeah. And I love, mm -hmm. that's another thing I love about covers, too, is a lot of times you get the guest spot. So the vocalist of whatever band is doing it will be there, but they'll bring somebody in just because it's a cover. Yeah. And it's fun. And then you get to hear the collaboration stuff and like pull the secondary, like why their voice was better for one part than somebody mm. else's. And like, I always fantasize as kids, like that was the nerdy part of being in a band. Like if we were yeah. recording, could you guys come on and do gang vocals? Sure. Or could we do like a guest vocal part <laughs> yeah. on one of your songs? And like, that's the stuff when you're in a band, that's a lot of fun. And I think when yeah. you hear it on records and stuff, you're like, oh, my God, like that must have been so cool they to get had fun doing these that. guys in there for that. Yeah. yeah, it's just it's like one of the things like the like uh, privileges, I guess, of being in a band is that you can pull on your friends and be like, hey, sure. Come in and do this. It's going to be really fun. We can hang out and mm -hmm. have a good time, but also, you know, record something. Yeah. Weezer does a great cover where they bring in Haley from Paramore to do Rainbow Connection. Dude. Who said that every wish would be heard and answered? One wished on the morning star Somebody thought of that And someone believed it 
That's a great cover. Legitimately, first time I heard it, uh, I'm a huge Muppets fan. Like, have <laughs> legit have the lyrics tattooed on my That's arm. Awesome. Like, they will vouch for me right now from Rainbow Connection. Look at that. that song, the version of that song, legit brought me to tears the first yeah, time I heard it. That's a it's, powerful it's, version. It's low. Yeah. She sings it at a much lower register yeah. than a lot of her other She's songs. She's got a great voice. And it is just, it's eerie. Like, it's yeah. almost her uh, verse in it is like ghostly. Yeah. And it's, oh man, it's pretty. Hey, Rachel, welcome back to the podcast. Thanks. I want to know, what is your favorite cover song? My favorite cover song is the Sturgill Simpson version of The Promise that was originally recorded by When in Rome. I'm sorry, but I'm just thinking of the right words to say. I know they don't sound the way planned them to be. If you I think everybody knows that kind of um, classic 80s song, but in my opinion, the kind of meaning uh, or the feeling behind that song is lost in all that synthesized Mm. 80s sound. And I think when it's really stripped back, to you know just a couple instruments and that voice you get the real desperation of that song kind of coming through and i think a lot of people use it as um like a wedding song oh really which is really misplaced in my opinion (laughs) um and when you hear sturgill simpson sing it alone you know he kind of is in his lower register for the first 75% 75% of that song and when he jumps the octave at the end of that song you really get this kind of mm. pleading um, feeling like whoever he's singing this to is about to walk out a door you know and never come back and it's just if you'll wait around a while I'll make you fall for me like that's a big feeling and you get it in that version I feel like with the emphasis on the lyrics mm-hmm. you actually get a sense of what the song is actually about right right <laughs> definitely hey Chris how's it going I'm doing well, Jed. How's it going? Great. Uh, the name of this one is Cover Songs. So I want to know, Chris, what is your favorite cover song or songs? I, there's so many great songs that have been covered, <clears throat> especially in the punk and ska genre, taking yeah. pop songs over and, and redoing them. But when you asked me this question, there was really only one that popped out, and it really exemplifies everything that the band is about. It's a cover by Jimmy Cliff's The Harder They Come, done by Rancid, for the Tibetan Freedom, Freedom Concert. Awesome. <laughs> I haven't heard that one. You haven't? Wow. No. It's probably the only time that I've heard them do it. And the recording is pretty much straight 90s film. But they uh, they took a bunch of pieces for the video from all the other acts on the Tibetan Freedom Concert. And they, they looped in some other uh, pictures of Tibet as well. It was a really done vi- 
well done video. And when I saw it for the first time, I had no idea it was a cover song to believe uh, it or not. I didn't even know it. about Jimmy cliff for <laughs> maybe another eight years. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, there you go. Your introduction into reggae. Yeah, it, it really was. But at the same time, like he, he was one of the, uh, the founders of the, the genre, one of my favorite yeah. genres and yeah. to see rancid cover it so well, and bring it forward in the method that they did. And they, they were able to do it punk. They were able to do it first wave, third wave. All that. Man, it was just such a great, great cover. It's only like a minute and 12 seconds too, I think. Maybe a little longer. <laughs> yeah. But they, they do it really well. It was shortly after uh, Outcome the Wolves. So they were still in that mm, like reggae, yep. pop, punk style. It, it felt, fit perfectly well with them down the window and he starts to say it's all about making that gta because the boys in the hood are always hard come talking that trash and we'll pull your car knowing nothing in life but to be legit don't quote me boy i ain't said shit so josh i want to know what is your favorite cover song you asked me this with plenty of advance warning, which is, which is fair, and I appreciate that. Because those what's your favorite questions mm. have always been... Those are hard. They're wicked hard because, it, it, I mean, it, it changes for me. Any given moment, it changes. Mm. Right now, the band that I've been listening to almost nonstop is another New York horn band. Mm. These guys are... You might have seen the videos floating around YouTube of this the Barry Sachs player playing in the subway. It was just like overly excited to be playing. Dude, like breaks down breakdance moves while he's playing Barry. Sachs. Really, um, he was the Barry player for a while for this band Lucky Chops. These guys all met in high school in New York. They've been playing since. I mean, for for years since. Did a whole bunch of covers. They're all pretty good. Just put out a, a self titled record. It's their first full length EP. Came out earlier this. Well, not even earlier this year late 2019 mm-hmm. um super amazing band one of the first tracks i heard from them i really fell in love with this tune i had no idea it was a cover oh really yeah <laughs> um i just you know like walking around listening to it whistling it and and somebody stopped me like dude you listen to adele oh. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait what because Oop. i i had no idea i i know that adele is a person i know that she does music mm. i had never heard any of her music but their arrangement of hello is fantastic. It's kind of made me realize as I'm getting older, like, you know what? Some pop music is okay. Mm. So right now, I, I think this is probably the top cover that, that I've, been, I've been keeping in my brain is, is Hello nice. by Adele, as arranged by Lucky Chops. So if you get a chance to listen to it, look these guys up. They're fantastic. We'll check it out. Plus, you know, tons of sousaphone action. Ah, Everybody loves that. Turn you into a turn you on to an Adele song. Yeah, man. Very cool. Yeah. All right.
hundreds of bands have tried to cover Operation Ivy over the years. It seems like there was a time when you couldn't go to a local punk show without at least one of the bands taking a stab at it. Though many bands have tried, none come close to capturing the energy and intensity of Operation Ivy. That's why I dig the Aquabats cover of Knowledge. Today was fun, wasn't it? Let's sing it, shall we? Here we go. I know things are getting tougher when you can't get the top on the bottom of the barrel. Wide open road of the future now. It's getting... Okay, kids, that's a little rowdy. Let's settle down, okay? Let's sing it all together, powerfully. Are you ready? Knowing they could never replicate the original, the band put their own spin on such a classic. For this one, the band presented as a campfire sing-along complete with crickets, silly kid chatter, and a small nod to Real Big Fish's sell-out. There's even a palm fart solo. It's absolutely brilliant. Well, that about does it. A bunch of fantastic covers by an array of different bands and artists. What's your favorite cover song? Hit me up at TalkingRecords at Outlook.com and let me know. This episode was compiled over the past few months, thanks to everyone who contributed. This episode was produced by me. Original theme music was provided by Chris DeMakes from Less Than Jake. A special thanks to Craig for the graphics, and of course you, for listening. Tune in again soon, and make sure you go back and listen to past episodes. Take care, everyone.